This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This video is sponsored by Factor. All right, Boo Boo Kachoo Choo. Let's see how Aang whoops everyone's ass in one big, gigantic episode. This is my favorite moment of uh, the first season, so I'm very excited. Alrighty, what would you think? It was good. I actually liked that episode. I still... I don't know. I really like the Godzilla character, but uh, (laughs) I feel like in the animated version, this was more fantastical? Magical? I don't know, but I, I mean, it's animation, so I guess you could do more with it. Make it prettier. Okay, we'll be on the animation side as an episode itself, separating from it. Uh, I like it a lot. I have some quarrels with it. I got qualms, chum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I still am the least connected to Aang, and it is eight episodes and the season is over and I'm like oh, okay well I'm excited for Zuko's journey next season <laughs> <laughs> I want to see more of the Fire Nation and Azula next season this really should just be called the Fire Nation honestly uh yeah I would I'm, I'm there with you on the on the Aang quality of it I they this is the biggest they went with fantastical for the show that is going for the gravitas and the grid. Like they've done fantastical stuff obviously with the spirit world, the other creatures there. Um just inherently it's, you know, fantastical with what the show is. Uh but to go with like that big with a monster and this is a this is a sequence that is a very popular one mm-hmm. and to bring it to life, I thought a, a big part of it was about nailing down the multi layers of tone there and I thought they actually did a really good job. Uh, interesting. What? I don't think they did a good job of relaying the relationship with the moon and the ocean. I feel like, especially that reunion, could have done been done better. I feel like it's more emotional. I meant just the the when the drama was going down. <laughs> I still feel like the tone of emotional importance of the ocean losing his moon. Oh, the, I mean that quality wasn't as strong to me no it wasn't uh but the the Which surrounding is the whole point stuff of why he becomes the vengeance monster it's yeah literally yeah. the whole reason but uh, i mean the i'm talking about the parts of it that were yeah i agree with you on like on that specific quality i agree with you uh i'm, I'm talking specifically about the like the build-up with zhao getting ready to you know kill the fish in the way he's like laying into oh, Aang, yeah. and then where with the with the um the the change in the and the lighting when it's going from red to gray oh, really to cool. blue and the destruction happening all around and the loss that was occurring while Aang is in this form which is like the ultimate power but it doesn't feel like conquest it just feels um bleak and I thought that's those elements but yeah I mean they did have to like expositionally remind me of oh yeah yeah that's why this is happening yeah <laughs> you know like it'd be be reunited because that's one of the the problems with the, with the show as a whole uh, I, I think is um it 
it can sometimes get bogged down in, in information overload. And the first show that chooses to expand upon some things, it also causes a lot of things to not breathe. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of things that happen that I, I just don't care. <laughs> like, I personally don't care. About. Like you know, Like the guy who, who whatever freaking uh, ex-husband guy was to princess ua oh han yeah like he's nice he's a good actor uh it's not it's not that it's, it's like i just there's so much treatment you know he's like, oh, slow motion i'm like yeah, i don't really give a shit honestly like see i like that as a fight scene but the emotion behind it like they see that's where i'm like we could have done without we could have done without han's backstory of being like the ex and we could have focused that into other things because it really doesn't impact the story yeah, no, I, I think they, if they're, that, but this is where the show as a whole has a problem is, yeah. is that it comes into, and look, guys, it's not a perfect show. All right. It's I, not. I hate to break it to y'all. It's not a perfect show. <laughs> is that, it's not a terrible show either, though. No, I don't, uh, I would not. I saw Rotten Tomatoes today. It's like, a, it got, you know, from critics, it's really bad. That's crazy but, to me. But from uh, audience, it's like middling. And to me, I I'm I'm honestly at like a seventy percent with this. Show. I'm like a seventy to seventy five percent. I'd say seventy five percent, depending yeah. on where I'm at with the show <laughs> at, at the what time. What episode I'm in? Yeah, yeah. like two, th- three, and four. I thought were really strong. Six was really good. These last two, I honestly thought were kind of middling. Yeah, they're you know they're fine. I think uh, what they did with like Zuko story, I would definitely rank as top of the top. Uh, Zuko and Iroh is a strong connection, but, and, you know, I, I, I don't, I think we've really went into it a lot and I was hoping this final episode would redeem it. It doesn't really redeem anything for me. It's like, yeah, you've, you've, I failed. I'm failing as the avatar. It's just, it's just the same repetitive shit they keep saying all the time. And I was just, it was like redundant and annoying and there's no depth <laughs> and, yeah. And all this stuff with like, you're my family, Aang. I didn't, the show did not spend much time with them developing like connections yeah. with each other other than they would get along, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that was about it. I, I was really disappointed by that. And I, one million bajillion gazillion percent, I would exactly have that. Career. That's not a comparison to the, does the animated show do it? Yeah, they do it, but it's not a comparison to the animated show. Yeah. It's just a show as a, as a show, I would hundred percent feel the exact same way of like, I don't understand like this whole thing with apparently there's a lot of off screen bonding that has occurred that yeah, we just did didn't not see. get to. Obviously, you can't spend all your screen time with them bonding, but the quality of the scenes when they are together have to be above just, you know, pleasant <laughs> with them. Yeah. And so. then a lot of things are like so. I don't know if this is just like nitpicky, but the whole Momo scene. So Momo is healed and he's there with them when they see the balloon. And then Momo just disappears. Where the hell did Momo go? He could have grabbed that bag of fish. Well, you know, every, and like they just completely drop that part, and I'm like, Momo was there, right? Why is it? I don't understand why. Because they're doing what the one weird thing they decided to do here, which I I understand structurally, like a lot of it works for the Fire Nation, but 
it comes at the expense of a lot of other storylines mm -hmm. because they've decided to expand upon the Fire Nation so much. And that's clearly what their interest was in taking elements from season two and three and, well, mainly two, and then throwing it into here um, has allowed for, honestly, a really wonderful telling of, of the Fire Nation characters from Iroh, which I know is a big disagreement for Iroh, Sokka, uh, Zuko. Um, I'm enjoying the buildup of Azula, uh, Ozai, Zhao. They're like excellent, excellent. Even the 41st. Even group? the 41st group, which is I don't even remember Jack shit about them for the animated. Like wow, I I, I was so surprised by that. There would be these, and what I noticed is even with Momo, other than like yeah, I, of course I love, look at Mo, how can you not love Mo? It's Momo. It's look. Momo. But the every moment that should have like a, a res, I, I don't know, some, from medium to large effect of, of, of an emotional payoff or an emotional resounding effect, it, it does not quite get there. Even with Momo coming back, like Momo being back, like, oh, thank God Momo's back. But then Sokka being like, Momo, oh my God, you idiot. I had to remind myself. Oh, yeah, like s seven episodes ago, they weren't getting along. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you thought Momo was but, annoying. Like, yeah. there's not really a, a, a build to, to, to him. You're like, thank God. It's like, yeah, I'm, I like this moment, but I know this show is really trying to sell me that this should be a very emotional moment for both Sokka and Momo. It's just kind of, like, pleasant. Everything is just this, like, medium ground. <laughs> And and it happens for everyone from Katara. Katara is better, but Katara, Sokka, all of them, because they dedicate so much to the Fire Nation, which is great. But their they, quality of writing is not there for everyone else. I was going to say they have to find a balance going into season two of putting that strong writing and character development from the Fire Nation into uh, really Aang and the relationships around him. That, that has to be a major focus or this show is going to completely lose me because the strongest thing about Aang is his connection to the people around him. Not just the people, but Appa and Momo. There's like a whole storyline of him and Appa and their connection. And you wouldn't know that from this, this season. Like they barely have any connecting moments. And it doesn't have to be like this huge thing. It could be the small details, the small moments, you yeah. know? Like, I'm not asking for a whole episode dedicated to it. I'm asking for a 10 to 15 second scene at least showing me that there's some emotion behind this to make it more believable than what you're handing me and expecting me to believe. There's you know? got to be qualitative relationships and the bonding there is so important. I mean, if they're, if they're, if the relationships are not, and, and then whenever they talk about information relationships, it feels so, it's just so repetitive, honestly. Like, Gyatso is really kind. I love hearing about Gyatso. At the same time, it was just kind of, it got to the point where 
This is getting repetitive. Again, it's just repetitive. And now, now we're just repetitive for saying I'm repetitive. It is, you know. In the midst of movie and TV show reactions, leaving such a busy schedule around here, who's got time to prep gourmet meals? Well, that's where Factor steps in. Factor is a game changer, delivering chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals right to your door. It's not just about dinner. They've got your whole day covered with snacks, smoothies, and more. Whether you're into keto, vegan, pescatarian like myself, or just looking for something delicious and healthy, Factor has a variety of meals ready in two minutes flat. Imagine the luxury of gourmet meals without the hassle of prep or cleanup. It's like your personal chef making it easier to eat well amid our busy lives. And the best part, Factor's flexible to fit any schedule. Pick from 6 to 18 meals weekly, adjusting or pausing anytime life gets in the way. It's about making your life easier, giving you control and convenience without compromising on quality. With Factor's Gourmet Plus, even my hectic days get a gourmet touch. No more grocery runs, just pure deliciousness. So you ready to elevate your food game reject nation? Jump into factor75.com or click below with Real Rejects 50. You're in for a 50% off treat on your first box. Supporting them helps support the channel, but also supporting your health and time. Dive into the gourmet life, people. And it's a, another thing of move on. You lost your moment with Gyatso. You That is a moment you've lost, and you, I didn't see you fully mourn that, you know? But I want me to expect to believe that this has such an impact on you. When even here, this episode, Aang's just there, in my opinion. He turns into the giant monster, and that's because it's the ocean seeking vengeance, you know? Aang isn't doing anything. They call him out on, he's learned nothing this entire season. What lessons has he learned? He's got to let go of the past. And move on and stop blaming all the same shit. Eight episodes been, of the same been shit. Been told the entire time. God. And yeah, I don't really like this. There's a lot of there's time spanning here, and it and it feel and I don't really get this. It, it's kind of clunky, and it's mm-hmm. and, and it's space spatial awareness of time. It's it's clunky, and there's and sometimes acting can feel wooden because I don't feel there's a great understanding of. Because sometimes I think Katara is great. And then there are other times where I do think the way this is being captured makes her performance feel wooden. Mm. But then there's sometimes it's so good where I'm like, no, I get it. It's subdued. She's a girl with, who's got a lot of pain and she's got like big. I, I really liked her speech. Like that was the weird part to me when she's saying like, I need you, Aang. We're family. And I'm like, I don't think this show has earned this moment because I don't buy their family. But I'm only kind. But I like this scene only because I think the actress is doing a really good job with this monologue, and that's why I like it. But the shows, I'm not into the this whole thing with like family and connection, and like that is an integral part. But I know we've kind of been harping on all. I've had a problem. I think in the animated series, my biggest problem with Katara was I felt she was a Mary Sue. I'm pretty sure that was a complaint I had, and I am having a similar complaint here. I feel like everything comes easy to her, from learning water bending to fighting Zuko. She should not be able to hold her own against Zuko. I'm sorry, she really shouldn't. I remember when, I remember there was like an episode where she was really struggling with learning how to water bend, and then like Aang was helping her out, and then she was getting annoyed at Aang for helping oh, her yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I, I remember her being like a bigger complainer <laughs> in, the, in the animated show yeah. at, at first. Uh, I remember that. I don't know if I would recall the same feeling. And here it it does. It, yeah, that's what I mean. There's and it keeps coming back. Everything that we keep coming back to is 
a lot does not feel earned yeah. when they get to these certain moments because of the way time is spent, that it's rushing through things where I'm like, a lot is happening right now, but it is, it, it can be a little clunky. And then it, it's a mixed bag where a lot is really good. It's hard because you're like, the time spent is probably spent bettering the Fire Nation. I don't want them to take that away. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because it's so good. It's so good. I want them to put that same energy into the other characters as well. <laughs> I want them to share that love. Well. But I don't know do if they're capable of doing that. Do you remember when I, like... It was probably like the second episode. I, I think one of my one of my actual comparisons that I was saying I was missing, um, like a legit comparison, was that I felt I kind of miss a little bit of the a little bit of the lighthearted flair that the mm. other one that the animated show would offer, and this is very 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 serious. And I was I got I adjusted to the tone and I liked it a lot. I like a lot a lot of it, and I. The the impression that I get is that the creators of this this one, they only really want to do the dark shit. Yeah. So that's why the Fire Nation stuff is really good because they really want to do the dark shit. <laughs> but to really know how to do more of the the side of love or or the light side of 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 the characters. That literally, like I'm talking, like Water Nation. And, the characters and, uh, don't, that don't need the dark. Don't need, like, they don't need this like, like ink, yeah. bending of abuse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, that they, they don't really. That, that also requires multi layers. Like the dark side, the darkness requires showing the light in Iroh and 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 Zuko, is showing these shades in the other characters. It requires that in order to shine a light on them for the, your quote unquote darker characters. And then for your light characters, you got to know how to implement both the darkness into into the light characters. And that they, I don't really feel like they have a good grasp on how to how to magnify uh, that side of it. Even though I like Sokka a lot, I think I think the actor Sokka really helps out a lot. Yeah, I, think, I, agree. I think whoever I agree. plays him does a really really good job. I, I think agree. he's really fun, um, and he sells a lot of different qualities. I think if there were poor actors in these roles, this would be... It should be tough. It would be tough to watch. It would be tough, yeah. A lot of the actors yeah. really save it. Even when you cut to, like, the different cultures, mm -hmm. the different tribes. Like I, li I like how cultural this show actually yeah. feels, too. Uh, and I appreciate the amount of... I know some people hate when you say this shit, but whatever. It's, it's a lot of diversity on screen. And and I think, the, I think it does make it feel more lived in. Yeah. And... The actors really help with that. So I, I think, and the music's been really solid. And the action, for the most part, has been good. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm like, it's somewhere between, I'm making an even 73%. About a 75%. Yeah. About a 75%. I feel like it could have been a stronger ending, but I am hopeful that they will take what was strong here and expand upon it and make the rest of it great if there's a season two. Yeah, they really got to improve Aang. They have to. They like, have to. Oh, man, your show is doomed if you don't do that shit. He is the main, he's the quintessential oh, character. Yeah, no, it is. And it's rough. Sometimes when he's on screen, it is rough to pay attention to him, no, honestly. I'm forcing myself to pay attention. So they have to fix that. That's, that's a must. Send really this review to the writers. <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard, yeah. Um, but what would you guys think overall? Where would you rank it? 
Well, what's a 73? If I was doing a letter, oh my God, no, I'm going to go that low. I would you want to go with C? I 100% will go with C. I'd say like a C plus. Okay, so you're looking at 75. C plus or B minus. No, you're 78. I'd like B minus is C plus. C plus. I, I'm sticking with my 75% because there were some episodes that were were tough to get through. We're tough to get. All righty. Well, that's the end. You tell us your thoughts. What would you rate it as? In any rating you want. Letters, 9 out of 10. I mean, out of 10. Percentages. What is the rating system over in, like, the UK? In the Europe nation? Do they do grades? Like, A+. Plus? What's, the, what's the rating over there? I'm curious. They have you sweep chimneys. They give you tea. You get a... Tea if you do good on a test. You get tea. They don't and do great. You get grades? fish and chips. I just knew. Okay. Fish and chips. Yep, you slurp those fish and chips. That's why people eat them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like worm food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is over. <laughs> Goodbye. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.